Hi, hello, what's up? Welcome. Do your interests steer more towards all things creepy, supernatural, haunted, spooky, etc? If so, you may be in the right place. Do you have a very high tolerance for poorly recited information? If so, you are definitely in the right place. Welcome. I am your host who has no business hosting anything, and today I will be very casually telling you the tales of the tales of the sightings of the Mothman. Okay, so if you've literally never heard of Mothman before in your life and have no idea what I'm about to talk about, let me go ahead and paint a little picture of Mothman for you real quick uh, before I dive into the witness accounts and like theories and all that shit. Mothman is described as standing anywhere between 7 to 10 feet tall. Of course, the eyewitness accounts of his height vary, but the bottom line is that he is very, very fucking tall. And also, apparently quite muscular, which I don't know if any of you have seen the statue of him in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, but mm, hubba hubba, cut me, a, cut me a slice of that Mothman cake, know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm mostly kidding. Anyway, tall, muscular, described as being uh, either brownish or grayish in color, I'm gonna go ahead and say um, he's a warm gray, that's, that's his color. The head is not a very defined feature, they say. Think like a, an owl, I guess, is the um, image that comes to mind to me first. You know, like, you can kind of tell it has somewhat of a head, but there's not much neck involved. Or I guess like a moth, Jesus fuck, he's Mothman, you know, body and wings. But he does have limbs, human-like limbs, wings that span about 10 feet, and his most famous feature are his giant glowing red eyes, which are described as being set just slightly above the shoulder. Like I said before, not much of a very defined neck or head on this guy. Now, it's important to state that these... It's, it's unknown whether his eyes are actually red, but um, people describe him as having red eyes because he's seen usually at night, and when people shine their car headlights or a flashlight on him, his eyes reflect back red, much in a way um, that, like, a dog or cat's eyes would, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, let's get into the first known sighting of this creature known as Mothman. It was first seen by a man named Kenneth Duncan. And get this, because there's layers of spooky um, to this little story. Kenneth and four other men were in a cemetery digging a grave for Kenneth's recently deceased brother-in-law. Kenneth says that he looks up and notices a creature flying kind of low. It's not flying super high in the sky. It's kind of gliding through the trees, he says. It's important to remember that we use the word gliding 
in this story, okay? Just make a little bitty mental note of that, please, and thank you. What I find uh, strange about this story, though, is that apparently Kenneth is the only one who saw it. None of the other four guys saw this creature, and there's not a whole lot of detail in this account. There's not a lot of information to be found, so one is kind of left to speculate, and the only reason I can think of that Kenneth would see this creature, but the other four men would not, is that he must have been separated from them at some point. And I say that because Kenneth says that this creature was visible for like a minute, which uh, I know a minute, like objectively, is not a long amount of time, but when there's creepy weird shit happening, I feel like a minute is like an eternity because usually when you hear accounts of people seeing like cryptids or ghosts or you know just weird things it happens very quickly either they see something move real quick or like it's out of the corner of their eye or like in the reflection of something it's usually an instance you know what I mean but this guy flying around the trees for a full minute pretty suspect pretty weird Pretty creepy. Now, on to the second and third sightings of Mothman. The second and third sightings both took place on the same day. Alright? The second technical sighting of Mothman that we know of is from a man named Newell Partridge, who was a contractor who lives quite a bit outside of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, um, still in the general area though. According to him, he is inside of his home with his German Shepherd watching TV when his TV starts acting strange. He said it's making buzzing noises. He is quoted as saying that it began acting like a generator, so I guess his TV's just kind of freaking out, making weird popping, staticky sounds, which by itself um, just sounds like a malfunctioning TV. But as soon as his TV started acting up, he noticed his dog just starts losing it, like going ham on something that is outside of their house. So um, Noel, couldn't be me, but this guy decides to go to his door, open it up, and shine his flashlight outside to see what is going on outside of his house, which, dude, oh my god, no fucking way, absolutely not, never me, but you do you, Noel, you know, whatever. Um, turns out this would be a bit of a mistake, because his dog immediately runs off into the night, <laughs> never to be seen again, spoiler alert, and when Noel is shining his flashlight around, just trying to see what the fuck is going on, what is my dog going after, he notices a pair of red eyes reflecting back into the flashlight. The creature disappeared shortly after that, and he never saw it again. Ninety minutes later, in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. The date, uh, by the way, I forgot to mention earlier, is November 15th of 1966. The first sighting with Kenneth Duncan was on November 12th of 1966. My bad, I said this would 
not be very professional, and it's not. So, anyway, here we go. November 15th, 1966, 90 minutes after Newell Partridge sees the creature. It's two couples, Roger and Linda Scarberry, and Steve and Mary Mallet. They're, I guess, on some kind of, like, a double date type situation. All four are cruising around in one car, um, apparently on some kind of, like, joyride on the outskirts of town. The area that they are driving around in is known as the TNT area, which is the site of a former World War II munitions plant. Anyway, so they're cruising out in the country when they notice uh, standing near one of these buildings on the outskirts of town around 11.30 p.m., a very tall winged figure. And when the car's headlights shone upon it and it looked at them, they noticed eyes reflected back red. Of course, their first instinct, um, just like with anyone with half a brain, was to get the absolute fuck out of there. So they turn the car around, they start driving away, but get this, the Mothman follows them. He pursues their car uh, from the air, and they say, this is why I said please note how Kenneth described Mothman's movements, as gliding through the trees, because it was able to follow their car at speeds upwards of a hundred miles per hour without flapping its wings. Like it was some kind of, had some kind of like otherworldly power or something, like it was flying, but like not in the way that we think of creatures being able to fly. So it follows them, they eventually um, lose it around uh, this farm called the C.C. Lewis Farm on Route 62, no idea where that is, I'm not from fucking West Virginia. Point is, they lose the creature, and then, get this, they're like, oh, well, did we really see that? Are we crazy? Well, maybe we should go back and check it out, and make sure that we saw what we thought we saw. Once again, absolutely could not be me. What the fuck are you doing? Terrifying, um, because when they go back, it's still there. Dude, they said it was still there as if it had been waiting for them to return. One of these young individuals, uh, Steve Mallet, said that it seemed to be afraid of light. Like it didn't want to be in the headlights of their car. He said it seemed as if it was trying to scare them off to get the light away from it. Another creepy note that was made by Steve Mallet is that around these abandoned buildings, um, one of these uh, sections of buildings is part of a vacant power plant, and he says that there are always like pigeons and other animals, you know, kind of retaking the area, hanging around the buildings. But he said the building where they saw Mothman, there were no other animals to be seen. No creatures scurrying about, just silence and Mothman. Roger Scarberry, um, who is another member of these couples, one of the two that came to police said that if he had seen it while he was by himself, he wouldn't have said anything. 
Because, you know, when you, you see something, you're by yourself, you're like, okay, like, maybe I saw that, maybe I didn't, you know? But when there's three other people around to kind of corroborate your story, it, it becomes a lot more real. It becomes a lot more believable. And that's um, why I think this witness account um, really stands out when um, researching Mothman and all of the alleged sightings of him. This story is very popular um, just because of the fact that it was for people who saw it. The fact that they left, came back, and saw it again, and that their description is so consistent with Newell Partridge, who claims to have seen the same creature on the same night, who does not live uh, near where these kids were driving around. Which I guess doesn't matter if he's apparently able to fly at at least 100 miles per hour. You could theoretically have sightings all over the state of West Virginia over the course of one night. On to the next witness I want to talk about, whose name I keep forgetting. Um, there it is. Faye Bowen. Now, her story goes... I was only able to find two clips of her talking about her account, okay? Just real quick, let me tell you. One is from a news clip that appears to be from, like, I don't know, 2011. It's on YouTube. It said it was published in 2011, but I have no fucking idea if that's when it was recorded. Anyway, the other uh, clip is from a show that used to air on Animal Planet in, like, 2004 called Animal X, and it was about, like, uh, cryptids, and they would just go to, like, different locations and, like, interview eyewitnesses and investigate and shit like that. So, um, in both of these clips, her story is... <sighs> There's just, like, minor differences, which, you know, it happened when she was 13, so I can't really, like, judge too hard because it's been so long. But her story goes, her and her brother were driving one night, and in one telling, she says that they went out looking for it, and in another telling, she says that they were just driving home from the movies. Now, according to her, and this next point varies from clip to clip too, but in one clip, she states that it just jumped. Like, suddenly, it just was on the hood of the car and peered down into the windshield and was just staring at them in, its, in their faces with its terrifying fucking giant red eyes. But in another account, she says that before it jumped onto their car, it was running next to their car. And she said apparently it looked like it had no trouble keeping up with them. Like, it was just casually able to run at the same speed that their car was going, which is hard for me to believe because the sighting that took place November 15th, 1966, with the two young couples, remember, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Stephen Mary Mallet, they say that they saw the creature moving on the ground on three separate occasions, right? And they say that while it was able to maneuver effortlessly and at like crazy speeds while it was in the air that on the ground it appeared to be moving around kind of clumsily i don't know if mothman is actually bad at walking around on its own two feet or if maybe it just i don't know sprained his ankle or something that night you know but anyway uh 
them's them's the facts, <laughs> I suppose. This is what people are saying. So, back to Faye Bowen's story. She says that it was seemingly trying to get inside of the car. Like, it was kind of, like, grabbing at it and just seemed to want to get inside of it. Uh, she says her brother slammed on the brakes and they uh, tried to shake it. And it didn't jump on their car again once they shook it the first time. But she says that they looked up and it was standing on top of an old factory building around where they were, just watching them. And so her brother uh, decides that it would be a great idea to just grab some fucking rocks off the ground, dude, and just start throwing them at the Mothman while it is staring down at them menacingly from the roof of this building. And I don't... <laughs> I don't know what possessed him to do this. Um, my best guess is toxic masculinity, to be honest with you. And... Apparently, he's throwing rocks, and he throws one that comes close to, like, actually hitting him. And at that point, the Mothman jumps off the roof and starts coming towards them again. After which, they run for their car and fucking book it out of there and don't see him again. Now, I'm not saying that Faye Bowen is lying. What I am saying is that those slight inconsistencies, though they can probably easily be explained away by the fact that this was so long ago when she was so young when it happened, that just kind of mm, rubs me a little bit the wrong way, and that combined with the uh, inconsistency of him moving around on the ground, but hey, who knows, that could also be explained away, like maybe um, Mothman, if he can be injured, was injured at the time when the young couples came upon him. So, who knows? I'm just... I'm telling you what I'm seeing, man. I'm telling you what the people are telling people that I'm then observing with my eyeballs. Onward to the response from local authorities, because as you remember, these couples, as well as Noel Partridge, did report to the police what they had seen. The Mason County Sheriff, George Johnson, states that he believes that people were mistaken and that what they were actually seeing was this bird, pardon me, I don't know how to say this, shitepoke? Shitpoke? I don't know. S-H-I-T-E-P-O-K-E is how it's spelled. And I looked up this bird and it looks nothing like what the fuck these people are talking about. Okay, first of all skinny bird legs when Mothman's legs were described as being muscular. And also, these birds have gigantic beaks, which no one said anything about the Mothman having a beak. Okay, doesn't look like a goddamn shitpoke, shitepoke, whatever the fuck. There's also a, a wildlife biologist who works at the West Virginia University named Dr. Robert L. Smith, who told reporters that he thinks that um, people are seeing a, a different bird called the Sandhill Crane, which has a seven-foot wingspan and red coloring around the eyes. Now, at first, that you know, it's okay. Well, that sure does sound like a reasonable explanation. 
Only problem is, same thing before as, you know, no one said that Mothman had a fucking beak and people described him as having muscular limbs, which these cranes do not. And also, red coloring around the eyes. I get how, like, that could be a conclusion one would come to. Like, oh, you saw something with red eyes. Well, this bird has red around its eyes. But the problem with that is that people said that the eyes weren't red, but they reflected back. You know what I mean? And it's a very different look when you, like, shine a light on something and you just see what color it is than when you shine a light on something and it reflects. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's two very clearly different things. Also, don't think these birds can fly um, as fast as Mothman apparently is able to without flapping their wings, for sure. And um, I also don't know why um, a sandhill crane... would. Are they aggressive? Would they, like, aggressively follow a car like that i don't know the the bird theory just doesn't ugh, i don't like it it doesn't i don't i don't buy it i don't buy it at all dude okay i don't know if the mothman is real but i know that what they saw wasn't these goddamn birds okay like no fucking way now i'm going to talk about the collapse of the silver bridge which is a tragic event that occurred on December 15th of 1967. It killed 46 people. And the collapse of the Silver Bridge is important because after it, people stopped reporting sightings of the Mothman. He seemed to completely disappear after this bridge collapsed. And there's a lot of theories um, surrounding why that could be. Some people think that Mothman caused the bridge to collapse. Some people think that Mothman was some kind of bad omen that was like a sign that something bad was going to happen. And some people think that Mothman knew the bridge was going to collapse and was trying to warn people in its own cryptid mothman way he's you know desperately trying to warn people about the tragic infrastructure of their bridge and they're just running away from him poor guy anyways those are the theories um surrounding his relation to the silver bridge collapse and i will conclude this um by talking about more recent allegedly recent sightings of Mothman. One is from 2016 from a man who says he was driving along State Route 2 when he saw a creature jumping from tree to tree. He pulled over to take photos and he insists that the photos have not been manipulated. Like, duh. Of course he's gonna be like, I should make these up. They're, they're real pictures. Anyway, sorry, that was kind of rude. But he says that he had never even heard of Mothman because he had only recently relocated to Point Pleasant for work. So he's not some guy who just like grew up in the area, like constantly hearing these stories about the Mothman, all right? He didn't already have Mothman on the brain. You know how usually if you're like thinking about something and then you see something that like resembles that thing, you're like, that was the thing. This guy, no Mothman brain apparently, just saw the creature, took a picture and was telling it like he sees it 
I don't know this dude's name. He wouldn't give his name, and he also wouldn't give an on-camera interview, which I'm like, I guess if he really wanted attention, he would have at least said his name or, like, gone on camera for, like, a minute. Or maybe he thinks that if he gave his name and went on camera that people would think that he wanted attention and be less likely to believe him. I don't know. Anyway, I'll um, put the fucking Mothman picture up, though, so you can see it, and tell me what you think. Next and lastly, I want to talk about the most notable recent sightings of Mothman, and these all took place in 2017, and they all took place in Chicago, Illinois, of all places. Uh, maybe Mothman got tired of the small towns of West Virginia and decided to see if he could make it in the big city. Maybe this is a different Mothman. Perhaps there are multiples of this Mothman-like creature. Who really knows? Anyway, in 2017 in Chicago, there were 55 eyewitness reports of a large flying humanoid creature that resembled the Mothman. Um, people, usually um, it says that they would see it moving through the air, the way in which it's described as flying around is consistent with uh, the original reports that came out of West Virginia in the 1960s. A uh, few people said that it would jump on the hood of their cars and look inside, kind of like what uh, Faye Bowen was talking about in her eyewitness report when her and her brother were driving around and it jumped on their car. I couldn't really find a lot of like of the specific like individual eyewitness accounts, but if you are interested in delving into each and every little account, there is a book about it. Uh, let's see, it was written by this guy named Lon Strickler, who is like I guess this like paranormal investigator guy. The book is called Mothman Dynasty: Chicago's Winged Humanoids. Now, I personally have not read this book because doing so would require. Um, for money to come out of my bank account, and I'm kind of trying to do the opposite of that at the moment. But if you want to read it, by all means, go ahead. Um, the one report that I was able to find any fucking detail about came from this dude named uh, John Amitrono. Amitrono, I'm not sure how to say your last name, John. I'm so sorry. His story goes, he gets off of work one Friday night, uh, looks up, sees a plane, he's like, oh cool, a plane, wait a minute, what's that thing uh, flying in the air with the plane? That's weird. Uh, apparently, according to him, quote, it didn't look like a bat so much as what illustrations of pterodactyls look like, with the slenderness of its head and its wing shape. I know what birds and what bats look like. This thing didn't have any feathers or fur, and it didn't fly like anything I've ever seen. He describes it as, quote, flying in a strange swooping motion, undulating up and down. So the flight uh, pattern, I suppose, of the creature that John saw is consistent with the way in which the residents of West Virginia described this creature to move around through the air. The only difference that I really see with his account is that he, he describes it as having like a cylinder head. Um, I'm not sure exactly what he means by that. Does he mean that the head shape was similar 
to that of a pterodactyl, or was this uh, pterodactyl description solely based off of its wings and the, the creepy aura it gives off? I don't know. Or it could just be that he saw it from far away flying around, like it's moving and it's nighttime and it was hard to make out. Throughout the spring and summer, people just kept seeing this fucking thing. I mean, reports were coming in like crazy. Um, and who knows, you know, maybe people were seeing the Mothman, maybe like once a few people thought they saw it and were already talking about it, people, like I said before, had the idea of Mothman in their brain and they saw something weird that they weren't sure what it was and their brain just filled that unsure hole with it's probably Mothman. Who knows? Other than those Chicago incidents, there have of course been alleged sightings of Mothman all over the place, like hundreds upon hundreds of people claim to have seen this creature at some certain point in time. I haven't really been talking about most of the modern sightings because I just find it more interesting and I guess more reputable, as reputable as you can get with cryptid sightings, to talk about when people first started seeing it. Cryptid origin stories, um, if you will, are very important to the discussion. So in conclusion, to conclude the end, that is just about all I gotta say about Mothman for now, for today. Have you seen Mothman? How's he doing? He hasn't texted me in a while. Would you mind uh, making sure that he still has my number and that it's correct? I'd like to know what he's been up to since Chicago. Maybe grab a beer, bite to eat, catch up. Thank you for listening if you've made it this far. I'm quite impressed as you have much more patience than I do. I hope that you have a wonderful day. And if you are ever feeling sad, just remember to look up and know that he is looking down upon you.